When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, be sure and download Blinded by the Item. You can subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. That'd be really great. Listen to it later and pick up on all the hidden clues. Okay, we have to talk about uh, the Super Bowl. It was announced that Usher is the Super Bowl halftime show. Yay! Okay. Yay! I don't know. I'm not a huge Usher fan, but I imagine a lot of people are excited. What do we know? Well, we know that last year, Rihanna's Super Bowl set was the most watched halftime show in history. So mm-hmm. he has a tough act to follow with 121.017 million viewers. And uh, and also, she revealed she was pregnant at the end. So it was like, whoa. What is he going to reveal? Yeah, he can't do that, probably. He can't. Yeah. yeah probably not. So but she'll have a leg up on that. That was really exciting. And I just think that, you know, trying to see if she was going to... It was a scary performance. Oh, no. Why was it scary? Well, they had these platforms hanging. Everyone oh. was in the sky. And Mike, didn't you feel like yeah. that they could, like, at any moment, one dancer was going to slip off the platform? I mean... <laughs> It felt like level four of uh, Super Mario Brothers, where like somehow they're bouncing up on these platforms, yeah. and at any and point, like they they were. I'm sure they were like attached. They were, but like just to get your balance and just to make sure you don't slide off, yeah. it was scary. So, um, so, but we don't think he's going to fly in the sky. He might. You never know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing nowadays to at least be up in the sky at some point. Uh, so, also, this is a good perk for him he has his ninth studio album coming out the same day well it's kind of appropriate right for a number of reasons he's got something to push which is good Mm because you don't make any money doing the super bowl and by that i mean directly it's not like they're cutting you a check but you get a giant stage and a billion eyes and one of the most marketed moments in you know the Uh, calendar yeah so plus he's in vegas and he has a residency, right? That's correct. And speaking of the residency, it was just renewed and it was extended. Um, the Usher My Way, the Vegas residency has been recently extended. Yeah. The MGM Grand. Or just the MGM. Yeah, so it just seems like a bunch of things came together. It didn't seem like too out of the box. That's true. Now, what will he perform? That's what people are debate, debating. Um, on the list... Um, uh, yeah, with Little John and Ludacris. I think everybody knows that song. All of these are his biggest hits. How's that, that song go? Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. You know. No. They got Little John in there going, yeah. Okay. There you go, Mike. Yes. 
Uh, DJ got his fallen in love that has Pitbull on it. Will these people come out and perform with him? That's what Could I want to know. Well, that's sort of, you know, now nobody performs alone. I think I think there are just, you know, a couple people who could just be enough, right? Yeah. Not to say Usher's not enough. You're all enough. Everybody's enough. But <laughs> for the Super Bowl, you know, there's this expectation now that there's going to be layers. Plus, that's sort of the fun of, like, who's going to show up with? Yeah. And I know a lot of people wanted, like, uh, maybe some of the boy banders in yeah that was so there was a rumor out there that it was going to be a trifecta of NSYNC Backstreet Boys and Destiny's Child that is not happening clearly. definitely confirmed that is not well maybe not clearly but you know yeah can you imagine if they all performed that would be Usher would be a little overshadowed I think by Beyonce yeah no that just seems like a lot uh yeah. but but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody shows up oh yeah yeah, definitely. And that's the one thing I think I'm obsessed with Super Bowl halftime shows. This mm-hmm. is like my thing. I love it. And there's been so many great performances. If you weren't going to be able to get Taylor, if you weren't going to be able to get Harry Styles, if Miley wasn't going to do it, like if those three weren't going to do it or you weren't going to have like a huge big time star that's going to just take the reins on it. I think this is the best case scenario because Usher has worked with you've named a few of them. He's worked with Jay-Z. He's worked with Beyonce, with Will Lil Wayne, with Justin Bieber, with Nicki Minaj, with Drake. He's worked with Justin Timberlake. He's worked with Rick Ross, David get it the list goes on and on so you could, could have really... the most ultra super bowl performance and it's vegas they're going to yeah. do whatever they can to make this over the top huge so i think i think he's going to be the headliner but i think he's going to have a lot of but people he's going to be him. sort of the mayor of vegas and yes. then all the yes. people are going to show up that's what i'm excited Adele. for. sure Gosh. anybody who's got a res well she'll probably do these the uh <laughs> national anthem oh oh my god that would be okay yeah i would just lose my mind and Adele you only have to watch you only oh, have to watch yeah. the beginning of the show. And if the Chiefs are in it, Taylor Swift will be there. I mean and it's Vegas, so every celebrity will You all poo pooed my there. Taylor Swift surprise moment. What? <laughs> Why how do we poo poo it? She'll be there though for She'll sure. Be right? there. She'll be if, there. If the narrative Oh, you mean continues. performing. Yeah. yeah. I think if that, the narrative continues. We don't know because he might destroy her heart and then we will all have to hate him. Oh gosh. Right? Like that's just that's why I would never like, what was Travis Kelsey thinking? Not to take us off topic, but come on now. Okay. You end up on the wrong side of Taylor Swift. Bye. I know, because the, his camp, all everybody over there is like, <laughs> like they can't contain themselves. It's just like, <gasps> they're so excited oh, and, because, and yeah, thirsty be- about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. But, but until. Have you met John or not John Mayer? Um, <laughs> right. Him too. Jake. G- well, yeah. Yeah. But Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Harry Styles. You say their names and you think of Taylor Swift's jilted lover. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston, All poor of guy. Yeah. Although he's doing fine. And I would like to just point out, just because we focus on how many, like, oh, there's so many relationships. I don't know any young woman that I knew in college or in their 20s who dated the same amount of people. Like, people go through relationships. It's not, not just women, just people in general. So it might seem like a lot of people, but it's probably just an average, you know, to the normal. Well, it's far different when you're Taylor Swift and the entire world is staring at you. Also, yeah, she went. It's partially of her own doing, right? Because when you choose to make art out of your life, then necessarily people are going to be more interested in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, like, I think part of that is her direction. 
But I then think everybody, you know, sort of takes it to the people. Problem is, she was so successful Mm -hmm. that people really felt invested in her life in a way that I'm sure she even found shocking. Yes. And then she's like, how can I capitalize on this? And now she prints money. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're all waiting for Travis Kelsey to be her next song. (laughs) Well, yeah. And but but my whole point was just like, I, I know everybody's like going, yeah, right now. But I'd be like, somebody should be telling him, like, are you sure you want to run the risk of this? Although we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. It could be like, uh, you have to hang out for 60 days. And then at the end of this, you will be guaranteed a, we are better off as friends and are going in our separate directions statement. Right. Yeah. Like maybe that was already like worked into the, <laughs> to the oh, contract. Yeah. yeah dating relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, when is the Super Bowl, Mike? Uh, February. When it's cold. Uh, 11th. Okay. So they have that long to try to. Yep. Just stay together for, what is that, five months? Well, because you can just see Taylor Swift in the audience, like, going, yes, to <laughs> Usher and, like, all the performers. Like, it just, this stuff writes itself. <laughs> it really does. It does. Oh, that that does presume, by the way, that they make it to the Super Bowl. But it sounds like that's a real possibility. the power possibility. of Taylor Swift. Plausibility. Well, even. Oh, you I think mean, Taylor <laughs> Swift can win Super Bowls? <laughs> yeah, I do. The excitement around Taylor Swift and, and he'll just be so excited. I would like to hear what the affiliate down in Kansas City, like a man on the street interview or woman on the street interview of like, what do you think about Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift? And see like what the average person likes, you know. Kansas City. I had a whole things. family out. Um, well, you want me to find out? Up? Yeah. Because I don't know how do they feel about. Does everybody in Kansas City love Travis Kelsey? Like, oh, what's yeah. his? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he's one of their superstars. So, yeah. and he um, seems like of all like, that. I mean, she better be nice to him. There's plenty of people in the NFL who are awful human beings. They're just good on the field, and people like look past their past. He seems like a genuinely good dude. Well, and a family guy, right? Because yeah. he's got his brother, and then his mom's in the mix together. Yeah. yeah, they're selling chunky soup with mama. It's yeah, it's good. Oh my God, <laughs> good for her. Oh boy, well. It's going to be a fun halftime show for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Whoever ends up there. You know, uh, I'm sure we will all be paying attention to the end of the football season. Is, where are we in the football season? Uh, only week three. Yeah, we just started. Just through week three. The timeline I'm more familiar with is the writer strike. And by the way, that timeline came to an end tentatively last night. And we're going to talk all about it when we return right here on my... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. We're continuing our trip around the world with uh, my friends over at Alight. You know, they're a Twin Cities-based organization, but doing work across 20 countries around the world, meeting families who've been displaced by conflict, violence, climate change, and they're walking alongside them on their journey. The next stop on our tour is Myanmar in Southeast Asia. Like Alight's team in Thailand that I told you about, their team in Myanmar is also focused on drug-resistant malaria and helping migrant and remote communities fight the disease. Alight's Thailand and Myanmar work closely uh, to both teams, I should say, in those countries work closely to cast a net on both sides of the border to ensure those with the disease get the resources they need. The big goal Alight's team is working toward is an eradication of malaria in the region in the next several years. That requires support. And if you would like to provide that support, head to wearealight.org today. And thank you. Welcome back. 
thank you for listening to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk. A lot of great things happening this weekend. We uh, have Taylor Swift showing up at a Chiefs game. We've got Usher being announced as the Super Bowl halftime show. And great news for writers also. The WGA strike is tentatively over. Yeah, we think it's good news. We don't have details yet, but... Uh, The early signs are, if you believe the negotiators from the WGA, that the Writers Guild of America, which, by the way, represents over 11,000 writers, is a step closer to better working conditions and monetary remuneration for its uh, members, which is a pretty, you know, after 100 and what was it, 150 some days? Uh, I think 150, 146, 146 days. I'm sure everybody is breathing a big fat sigh of relief. Although the one group that might not be quite breathing a sigh of relief is the AMPTP. And I say that because as the New York times pointed out, conspicuously not doing a victory lap was the Alliance of motion picture and television producers which is the people bargaining on behalf of the studios, here was their comment. The WGA and the AMPTP have reached a tentative agreement. Period. That's it. Bye. Wow. And the WGA's is very long. Yeah, the WGA's was um, basically like, we got everything (laughs) and now we hope to get even more. And it sounded like it all came down to, towards the end, some language about uh, about AI and the use of AI. And in fact, um, I was reading over at the New York Times, there's a piece about how it had to do with, um, let me see if I can find it, but essentially old stuff, like the stuff that studios hold on to, you know, like previously written things. And mm. I imagine what that means is think about like you wrote a screenplay like 20 years ago. Can they dump old screenplays into AI and come up with new screenplays? You know, I imagine if you're a writer, you'd want some compensation for that should an old piece of work be turned into something new. Mm, and it sounds, yeah. it sounds like once the language, there was like a paragraph or two that they uh, fiddled with that once that, that language was figured out that the deal was sort of sealed, that a lot of other stuff had already been decided. And we kind of saw this coming, right? Like for the audience who maybe didn't follow things as closely, we learned towards the end of last week that they were calling in the head honchos of the studios. And that was a sign that if you're going to bring in the David Zaslavs of the world, the heads of studios and the streamers, um, if you're going to bring them in, you're probably close to a deal. And it Mm -hmm. sounds like that's what sort of, you know, once they got there, then people were like down to business and getting ready to, you know, come to whatever agreement they needed to. Right. I wonder which, of the elements that, that since we don't have details now, yeah. um, we can only talk. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to you UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About maybe what they wanted, uh, how that will spill over into it being mirrored by the SAG-AFTRA guild strike. Uh just because they're so similar and speaking of like residuals with streamers and things like that. Yeah. um, So what Don's talking about, obviously is you've still got this whole other strike. So the fact that this chunk has been dealt with mm -hmm. will now pave the way, hopefully for some resumption of negotiations between SAG-AFTRA and the AMPTP Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, writers can write, but if there's no actors, Right. To act the work, you know, work still getting done. So there is still going to be a large void Mm -hmm. until that strike comes to an end. Exactly. I'm sure there are a lot of deals being made, like, since they now can start thinking about writing things, even Um, actors and agents will be reaching out to certain people in the industry they know will be working on other projects because I'm sure it's all a buzz about that kind of stuff. I wonder how they um, resolve the issue there was an there was an issue with streaming and how in the back in the day you know these are old terms based on shows that were like 22 episodes for networks and i just didn't know how they were ever going to come to an agreement when it comes to being feeling shortchanged that there are all of these like 10 episode shows on netflix or you know You've got six episode shows, and so it doesn't allow them the same amount of money. I wonder how they came to an agreement on that, because you can't force studios to do more episodes. No, maybe more money. Yeah, maybe more money per episode and and work out, you know, how the 22 episodes. Or a greater share of the success. You know, again, you know, whether it's, I mean, residuals is a complicated thing, but, you know, maybe it's not residuals. Maybe it's based on some other metric. I mean, we don't know because, again, the details haven't been shared yet. And I was reading this sort of explanation that the WGA did to its members. Like, we're really excited and we think this is historic and we've got a lot of things, but we can't really tell you what they are because if we start to tell you what they are before all the I's are dotted, that could put everything at risk. So just hold tight. Don't pick it. But, um, you know stand firm and go run to a picket line, you know, for SAG after us. So support mm. the actors and we'll let you know as quickly as we can. The leadership still has to vote. And I, I don't remember exactly what day that that's happening, but yeah. it, it should start to happen. And once that does, then we'll learn more and more about, you know, what the sticking points were, what the ultimate final agreement is. And you can just tell from the messaging mm-hmm. that, writers feel like they got a very good deal which i think if that's true that bodes well for actors definitely as well because you'd imagine that the amptp sees whatever writing is on the wall for with their you know negotiations with writers will then have to be on the table with the actors truly because they had a lot of 
uh, things in common. Um, they'll. I wonder if they are going agreed to be transparent about what kind of numbers were actually there for yeah. streaming shows because that's always been a big secret. Well, and that'll come down to Netflix because Netflix is really the only holdout. Yeah. In terms of sharing Data. metrics, yeah. 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 Uh, when we come back, Brittany had a very interesting weekend. Uh, her her strike didn't come to an end, but her Instagram posts certainly continued. And they Dawn's sure going to tell us all about it. We come back right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us today. If you missed any of the show, you can download our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We have to talk about Brittany. I was a little um, worried about her this weekend. Oh, no. Well, she just had a bunch of posts, or Kate Hudson, whoever does her posts on Instagram, um, because (laughs) she had up some kind of strange videos. The first one was just sort of like a normal, like, hey... It says just me, and she's in her leopard uniform, I would say. Her leopard leopard uniform. Her leopard, um, you know, little number she likes to wear with her uh, white boots. And then we had a post that was something, it says playing in the tub, and she has kind of an odd look on her (laughs) face that kind of scared me at first, and she had a big bruise on her arm. And um, she's really stroking those hair extensions, you know, just or maybe it's a wig playing in the tub. not sure. But Is there the music look, or audio, um, you know, I don't she's not saying anything. There could be music to it. I did not. She's no, not it sounds like it's talking. Yeah. Bathroom background. Um, now, one of them just seemed very plain, like she's publicizing her book because there was it's like the front of her book cover being printed, putting the finishing touches on my book. Eek. The woman and me, Simon and Schuster, she added them in gallery books. I just have so many questions. I, I think the story of the writing of this book is probably as interesting as the contents within the cover of this book. So I just hope we get some reporting about how that all went down. But um, we do know we're very close to this book coming out. Yes. October 25th? 4th. 24th? Yeah, I okay. was going to say, I feel like it's next, yeah. not next, next week, week after. Next week. October 24th. 4th. 4th. A month. Yeah. You October said 4th? October 24th. 24th. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you said October 4th. No, 24th. Okay. I'm like, it. am I going crazy right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. um, she also put up a picture of um, four little girls, like, back in the 1940s, maybe. And she put the one on the left, not, isn't feeling it. Okay. Okay, so I mean, this is like you know. To be clear, um, that's one sentence. There's a lot in her Instagram feed on a regular basis. Was there anything that in particular stuck out to well, you? I got two more things here. Okay, the one she is working a pole like you wouldn't believe, and it's sort of dorky. I mean, <laughs> like it's dorky. <laughs> It, she's in a bikini, Dorky of pole work. She's just like, I don't know. So, so the listener, you you may not know this, but Britney Spears bought her own stripper pole <laughs> and installed it in her house. And she has filmed herself flying on the pole before. What is dorky about her polage? <laughs> well, she's dancing to a Beyonce song and she's really focusing on, um, she has a beautiful pink, bright pink bikini on it. 
on. Um, but there's just some movements that are awkward, I would say. Not not super Beyonce-ish. Like, it doesn't really match with the song very well. Okay, uh, now on to the most important post, which has the most mystery to it. Um, it says, uh, she is drawing in a notebook, and it's the it's sped up, like, the speech is sped up. And the post is, I was getting crafty. Guess the word opponent ruined it. Mm-hmm. Mean... Is it a serious matter? Should I coward and let my voice shake or be nice and let them know? And then it's her like doodling all of these. Well, it's just a lot of the same pattern in different colors. With um, So she's drawing. She's, she's got drawing. like markers. And I think there's someone else there. We will find out because uh, let's play the squeaky voice one first. That's that's um, obviously sped up. But we're going to find out right now because I had Rocco slow it down so we could hear what she's saying. He said he had to bleep some stuff. Wow. I just hope I don't get a migraine. Wow. This is sick. Sick and cold. I love this. Sick and amazing. I could do this forever. Oh, God. I love this. Wow. Yeah. Hey, don't go too far out. Going out, out, coming, 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 coming. Oh, wow. <laughs> <sighs> I don't have green. I only have a green marker. Yellow, I feel like it's a phase. It's a phase. Like, almost kind of like a... It's so different, but it's beautiful, but it's like a second of a phase. Yeah. It's just a phase. Is she saying phase? You go through, like, it's a personality. Like, sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad. Sometimes you're yellow, sometimes you're blue. Sometimes you're, you're black, sometimes you're purple. Okay, somebody put that to music. That's a song. Oh, my God. Also, so for the listener, this accompanied a video of her doodling, as you said, with markers. So she sounds like she's tripping balls. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't blame her. You know, maybe she hit the pipe a little bit and just decided to, you know, to draw. Awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you notice at the end of the video, Yeah, there's like text that pops up? I do. Would you like to read it? Yeah. Well, it literally says, speak your mind, even if you've, you've been mentally or physically abused. Speak your mind. It's your mind. The opponent's goal is to threaten your mind. Even if it's wrong what you say, the opponent wins if you stop using it. So scream, dance, have gas. <laughs> But stay far away from deep depression and tears because you can bet on money that the opponent's not crying. 
Did she write that? I because like it's a graphic that goes on top of the video, and like I thought maybe that was like somebody else's writing until it says "have gas." Yeah, and, and I, I like, thought it's her. And then I was like, I think that's her. <laughs> it is her but what does that have to do with the video or audio you just played? Uh, I don't know. It goes along with the doodling, though. Wow. Wow. I mean. It's a phase. Thank you so much, Rocco, for slowing that down so we could hear what she Can we hear saying. a little bit again? <laughs> wow. I just hope I don't get a migraine. <laughs> when did she get a migraine? Wow. This is sick. Sick and cold. I love this. Okay, we need to clip that and use it, right? Yeah. Oh, God, I love this. Wow. <laughs> like, anytime we love something from now on. Oh, God, wow. I hope I don't get a migraine. Come in, come in, come in, come in. Come in, come in. Oh, wow. Okay, she's on drugs. That's not, well, just really feeling live. Yeah, I I would imagine she got like some of them CBD drinks from Maybe. the co-op <laughs> <laughs> and was eating like some I pie. I think I had one of those in Switzerland. It didn't do anything to me though. Well, not like that. It sure no, didn't. No, I would have been not going to wow. the mountain. Wow. But I don't get the combo platter. This is this is an art. This is performance art. Right? Like somebody needs to c- contain all of this into an art exhibit Mm -hmm. (laughs) no seriously like this piece is this piece number one this is a piece i don't know where this falls in the timeline or the chronological order because you have the video of her doodling yeah with the audio and i want to know who's in the background and then you've got the inspirational quote that it references flatulence Right. That's like, don't, there is an opponent. And um, it says, I was getting crafty. Guess the word opponent ruined it. Ha ha ha. I don't know where that, what? Where does that come from? I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, that I was, always feel like I'm her so glad you slowed old. that down mm. because I don't think she had any intention. I feel like you should post that somewhere and be like, hey, y'all, I don't know if you missed this video, but here's the actual audio. Totally. Wow. It kind of reminds me of um, Miss White Lotus. What's her name? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Jennifer, Coolidge. To say Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Wow. She's really feeling wow. those doodles, though. This is really amazing, Don. Yeah. Or it could just be, you know, she might not be on anything. She might just be feeling her feelings. Well, yeah. I mean, I think she's, you know, the first, tripping on life or balls or maybe CBD drinks. It could have been just a part of her therapy. I thought that too, like that could be a therapist. You do hear another voice kind of like murmur in the background. So she's not alone. alone. She's also drawing between her legs. Did you notice that her legs, like it's like you can see her leg at one point in the video? Oh, I didn't see her leg. Yeah. So it looks like she's just sitting there on the ground or something. Okay. Okay. Doodling. Right. So the combination of all these posts, what have we learned? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Although she does need, I think, somebody from the world of modern art. Mm-hmm. to come in and like create an exhibit for her okay that's true or to get a noted performance artist to come in and 
I mean, it curate could be something. Your first I, performance art piece, yeah. Bradley. Well, I think I'm going to let her be the performance artist. Oh, I just want to make money off of charging people the privilege <laughs> okay. to see it. Okay. Oh, Brittany. Wow. We're always We're always uh, wow. supporting you no matter what kind of journey you're going on. Wow. Well, I just want her to be okay, and I want her to tell me who really wrote the oh, book. Oh, oh, quickly here. We have to talk about she allowed comments on these videos or on at least one of the videos, and people are debating whether those what's up with her teeth it says um well people are just she had veneers before and now it just seems like they're her teeth are a little bit different and people are like this isn't britney it isn't britney and it's like it's britney also that is you can britney. have your teeth done and also she shut the comments off again so yeah but people had a chance to yeah discuss together what they thought and my th- yeah, I mean, she might have had some new bonding done. Like, you just never know. <laughs> it's totally true. Uh, speaking of women of mystery, only because we haven't heard from them directly until very recently, uh, Giselle Bunchen is speaking, and she was on, of all things, CBS Sunday Morning. Jane Pauley entered a little package for her uh, that uh, some guy did down in Costa Rica where she's been living. And I think this comes on the heels... Lee, Co- Lee Cohen. This comes on the heels of... Uh, what magazine was that spread in? She just did. Mm. I can't remember if it's <laughs> anyway comes on the heels of a big magazine spread. We're going to learn. Thanks to Dawn. A lot about Giselle Bunch and what she's up to right here on my talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk one Oh seven one. Thanks for being with us on a Monday. Nice fall weather today in the twin cities. Uh, Giselle Bunchen is living her best life. You know, uh, she just, Made a big choice in her life with Tom Brady uh, that they would divorce. And she did an interview with CBS Sunday Morning, which it usually is a pretty delightful program. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Oh, it yeah. has a lot of Always great interviews. Fun, long form interviews and packages. Yes. Um, so it also goes just beyond the headlines. And uh, she got candid with Lee Cowan. He is one of the uh, reporters for CBS News Sunday Morning, and she talked to him about uh, divorce. She talked to him about um, what it was like to go through the modeling industry at an early age, uh, what it feels like to be moving on in her life. And I believe we have a clip from part of that interview. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have any other life. I wouldn't have done it. If they say, could you change something in your life? I wouldn't change absolutely anything. Not even getting divorced. I mean, it's not what I dreamed of and what I, I hoped for. You know, I think I, I, you know, my parents have been married for 50 years and, yeah. and I really wanted that to happen. But I think you have to accept, you know, sometimes that the way you are in your 20s, it's, you know, sometimes you, you grow together, sometimes you grow apart. I mean, he's the father of my kids, you know, so I always wish him the best. And I, I mean, I'm so grateful that he gave me wonderful children and i think you know when a door shuts other doors open oh what doors are opening for giselle i wonder yeah well i mean she talks in the interview which i thought was you know it was one of those pieces where you're like oh she seems like a you know she seems like a relatable human which is i think the point of things like this so that was delightful um but she does talk about how you know like for so many years she was just like this body and image Mm -hmm. and that now she gets to like find out 
or, you know, not find out. She gets to share, like, another part of her because she's not doing that anymore. So she can, like, have people understand her for who she really is. I also found it interesting that she referred to herself almost in the third person. Right. So that she could separate the model from who she really is because people are so, that industry particularly was so superficially cruel and just stressful that she kind of had to be, you know, like, I forget. I think she just refers to her as her. Yeah. Like, that's her. Like, and she like, did this. Her hair is crap or her face <laughs> needs work or right. whatever, you know, her nose. Like, she talks about, you know, some of her body image. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Like, how she, as somebody I could never relate to, was actually somewhat relatable. Right? Totally. Yeah. Being bullied and telling her that she needed to change her nose and she used her hair to cover up, you know, and the pressures uh, I just wanted to point out the way TMZ uh, positioned this story, which is like, this is this is why you have to read beyond the tabloid. Um, it says, Giselle Bunchen, I wasn't living while married to Tom Brady. I was surviving, which implies that it has something to do with Tom Brady. But that is not what happened yeah. in the interview. She's not making that connection. She isn't. But TMZ put it that way. And yeah, that's the headline. They're tabloids. <laughs> yes, da, they da, are. Da, 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 da. Yes, but not really fair. That ellipses there really has. There's so much more in that ellipses. Um, and she had a real struggle with anxiety for a really long time and used, you know, just drinking from the minute she got up, smoking ciggies, flying all over the world and just was so anxious just to be in her own skin and in that lifestyle that she really did turn to alcohol and drugs to do that. And amazingly enough, she made it through that. And part of that is whenever she was married to Tom Brady, of course, but it doesn't mean Tom Brady made that happen. It was the pressures of flying all over the world, having anxiety that wasn't treated, you know, and um, living in a job that really just perpetuated that. Yeah. Uh, because if you're not eating and you're just drinking and you're smoking cigarettes, you know, as far as the body goes, we see a lot of that in the modeling industry and just entertainment in general, you know. So um, definitely wanted to point that out. And apparently she just cut everything out cold turkey in one day, just all of it, you know, and just started really taking care of herself. So, yeah, we should also say that a lot of this is doing heavy lifting for this partnership she has with Gaia Herbs. So, like, they go to the farm at the yeah. interviews so that you can see where all the herbs are grown. And, like, as a person who loves natural things and healthy eating and all that stuff, I can totally understand and relate. But I do also think, like, it, I wonder if people watching this are like, I would like to have her problems. Oh, I would like, you know, because. Because, again, she has been so just astronomically successful and she has the ability like she talks about, like, I like to get up at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. I like to get up with the and sun do yoga and do yoga and meditate. And I'm like, oh, I, I would love to do all those things. <laughs> yeah. Now, I could probably in my own life probably do a lot of that stuff. But I imagine a lot of people, maybe they're not watching Sunday, see a Sunday morning. So maybe they know their audience, but I imagine a lot of people would watch that and be like, I wish I could get up at 5 a.m. and meditate. I have to get up at 5 a.m. and clean toilets or I have to get up and wipe my children's behinds. True. Right. Like she's probably had some more privilege in uh, her experience than a lot of people can relate to. But this piece does do a good job of, I think, you know, giving her the opportunity to seem human. No, true. Yeah, as best as they can do. Because, yeah, in the back of the your mind, 
you know, you are thinking all of those things. Like in order to be able to stop your life and just recover from what you use for anxiety, drugs and alcohol, uh, or I'm sorry, cigarettes and alcohol, um, that requires a certain amount of privilege, you know, just to be able to say, I'm going to stop this today. Whenever people that are living that lifestyle where they are, have, they have anxiety and they're stressed, you know, they're like, I got to get on the light rail. I've got to have another cigarette, you know? So that privilege that she has allowed her to be able to take time and, and, and yeah. uh, change her life. But also at the same time, she is relatable because I think a lot of people have had that um, over anxious feeling. Oh, I mean, I mean, who doesn't suffer with anxiety issues on some level or even episodically in their life? For sure. So she was able to tackle that. I, you know, she did come off as more human, I think, because in the highlight of like the Tom Brady football days where, you know, he's the goat and it just looked like they had everything. And it was almost exhausting how much it was like, look at how perfect they are. Well, I think the thing I don't think, well, I don't know. And Mike, maybe as a sports lover, you also can weigh in on this concept. But I wonder if the appeal of Tom Brady is that he's not relatable because he is, quote, the greatest of all time. And she was sort of also equally untouchably unrelatable. I mean, they just lived in a place that people were more aspirationally looking at them mm-hmm. versus like, oh, I just want to hang out with those two. There was a switch not too long ago, I don't know, five-ish years or so, where like he came up with, and it's him and his trainer, but this the TB12, and he, can't, he became that method. And you can actually see, there's pictures of him that people will put where he joined the league and he was like this chubby fifth round pick dude and he just wasn't that athletic was pretty slow and then you just see the transformation he makes over 20 years mm. he looks younger now than he did when he was drafted wow. and like this whole idea and like you said it, it kind of got to that level where oh no he is on another level he's not human yeah. he's like that tom cruise-esque role yeah. it's like this guy isn't yeah this isn't he isn't of this earth and i think that's probably again why she's doing stuff like this in this partnership it's because people look at her and they're like i want to be like her but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it's the insecurity of my not being like her that mm-hmm. will then allow me to buy a lot of these products <laughs> right? in an attempt to be like her. Which, again, right. no shame in that game if you feel like it's helpful for you and there are a lot of really um, good good things that you can like buy into in order to be a better version of you. But still, I, I just wonder... You know, She's clearly in a moment right now to mm-hmm. rebrand herself. I mean, there was a whole spread in Elle magazine... Um, in addition to this interview, and I imagine that's not the last we're going to see of Giselle of late. Yeah, I I think that there was a time period just to go back to Tom Brady and her connection with him where, you know, there was negative attention on him just because of deflate gate. And people were like, oh, we hate him because he's so good. And, you know, the controversy surrounding deflate gate and every and then, you know, she's along with him just like. We're perfect and untouchable. So I think this really humanized her. And and of course, overall, it's it's you know, she has she has things to sell. So, yeah, a great opportunity to show that side of herself. Well, thanks for that highlight, Dawn. When we come back to your listeners, call us 651-641-1071. It's fall recipe time. Fall fun with fall and recipes. (laughs) I just I really just want to sit on the couch and eat apple pie or pumpkin soup. What is your favorite fall recipe? 651-641-1071. We're talking food when we come back right here on the Adventures of Brad.